Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here at the Wynn Casino in another episode from the Blue Wire Studios. We're here to talk the replacement of Ivan Redcatch. Uh, you know, we, we talked about him. Talk to him. <laughs> we talked to him and about him um, a couple days ago. And obviously, it was very unfortunate that a fighter uh, who dreamed to be in a ring with Adrian Broner uh, is not getting the opportunity that was presented to him uh, due to contract disputes. That being said, Hank Lundy was scheduled to face Tito Mercado in California. He was. And obviously, he's got this... Uh, I would call lucrative offer to face Adrian Broner, someone that he sparred. It's becoming very common. Uh, but that gives you confidence. If you've sparred someone, Danny, you probably think you can capitalize or you probably think you've seen holes. So I don't mind the replacement of Hank Lundy. Uh, I think that he is a more popular name. Um, I think that he's going to sell the fight. And I think he's more recognizable. And, you know, no disrespect to Ivan, but the fact that he speaks English, it's going to help. No, and uh, Lundy is one, as we saw on our show recently, uh, to entertain. He's not one to bite his tongue. He's going to come at you. He doesn't care who you are. We've seen him uh, with Bud Crawford, right? That was a very talked up, uh, and built up fight and promotion took place in New York City. And we just saw him on the show like last week with Tito Mercado, champ. That was the most entertaining press conference <laughs> the boxing sport has seen in the last 365 days. Unofficial press conference. You get what I'm saying? So shout out to us, right? Better than any PBC Zoom press conference <laughs> we've seen. You understand? You it did? was fun. They and, made it fun. And, and Lundy's going to sell, man. Uh... Lundy's going to bring uh, some fans. He's going to talk his shit. And I'm going to be honest with you. He's an active fighter. Last time I saw Red Catch, he took a dive. Right? That left a bad taste in my mouth. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't mind the fight. Lundy's been you active. You know, saying, been in saying a fighter took a dive is probably just as bad as saying he ducked. Are you sure? I mean, the world's seen it, bro. That was a Jake Paul uh, undercard. He laid there. They took him out on the stretcher for no apparent reason. You get what I'm saying? So uh, it is what it is, bro. I, I'm, I'm personally more interested in the Hank Lundy fight. I've seen Hank in camp uh, alongside Boots in Philadelphia. And like I said, he's been an active fighter. While Brona is coming off the long layoff, and I think it'll be a more competitive fight, if you ask me. So Plus, the lead-up and the promotion, bro, is going to be better. Definitely going to be... Um, but we don't know what, what approach Adrian is taking. Is he going to take his normal cocky approach, or now that he's in the rebuilding stage, the second half of his career, more mature... Is he going to be respectful and we don't get the fireworks at this press conference that we would have gotten bro. years ago? We just we just seen it. He just gave us the fireworks. I don't know that his uh, energy is going to change because of who's in front of him. If anything, it's going to make it more entertaining. They have history. You understand? They have shared the ring. They have, you know, the experience with each other, which not just makes the buildup better, but it makes the fight better, in my opinion. So this fight will be taking place in Atlanta, Georgia. Last fight we seen there on the big level was Jamel Herring defending his title versus Shakur Stevenson. Was that a unification? Which one? Jamel? No. Uh, that, that was for the WBO. Yeah, that was Shakur obtaining. The unification was with uh, Oscar Valdez, April 30th last year. So the, the Gateway Center is where this fight will take place. Have you ever heard of that venue? Because this isn't the State Farm. Um, no, you said it's called the Gateway Center? Yeah. Let me pull it up. That's what I got. The Gateway Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, it's, uh, it's in College Park. Okay, uh, that's a nice area. Um, is it? I feel like it was when I'm in, the co when I'm in College Park. It's like where the, where the college at. I remember the Dunkin' Donuts being there. 
It was nice, clean. Looks like uh arena holds five thousand. Oh wow. Nice small arena. Okay. They not shooting for the stars. Nice small arena. It's new. I mean, wait, let's stop there. Cause I'm glad you looked it up. Cause I was looking it up. I can't even find that. But that's what I wanted. The capacity. Do you think they're basing that off of the last fight that took place there? Which is obviously Shakur and Harry? Um It's hard to say, man. I mean, Broner's actually lived in Atlanta. I believe he has stronger ties to Atlanta. Um, you know, it could be a simple thing of venue availability. We are in the NBA season. The Atlanta Hawks could very well be playing um, at the State Farm Arena on February which 25th. Is, which is the biggest arena in Atlanta. Um, 680,000 square feet. So... Significantly bigger than Yeah, so the uh, the 25th actually is available, but there is games the day before and the day after. So, But the 25th at the State Farm was available. But look, man, it's tough. You know, Javante uh, did what Javante did, but, uh, you know, like, like you mentioned, um, Top Rank didn't sell it out. Um, when Which, they, when honestly, they went out I wasn't there. expecting that, though. Nor was I. Nor I thought, was I. you know, with their experience, they would be able to get it done. Um, and it was shocking when they didn't. I'm going to be real. When they didn't, like, when it wasn't this huge success. And, and what I mean by that is it really can't be compared to Tank. No, but Tank, you know, Tank is Tank. Uh, when you talk about Tank and his fights in Atlanta, there were two pay-per-view fights. You know, so obviously uh, a bit different. But nonetheless, uh, you know, I'm glad that they're doing it at the venue that they're doing it at because there's not going to be a bad seat in the house. Yeah. So no matter where you sit at, everybody's going to be able to get a great seat and enjoy the fights. So from perspective, this is essentially as big, well, slightly bigger than the theater, maybe by 600 or 800 seats. Okay. I want to. I want to say the theater's forty four hundred. Okay, that's not about right. About max four, capacity, four thousand, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so not bad. I'm shocked though. Has Broner been away that long that he can't do more than five? I mean, Broner hasn't fought in front of fans since the Pacquiao fight. What year was that? Two thousand and nineteen, January. That's his legit last fight. No, that's his last fight in front of fans. He fought in the bubble um, against a, a Mexican guy that went the distance, but... Oh, wow. Yeah. You I'm, don't know the guy's name? No, I don't. Holy smokes. Where have I been at? And Bronus felt like... I couldn't believe when I, when I did the analytics and he was only like 2,500 videos on YouTube. I'm like, what in the hell? My man, he was like that dude. Giovanni Santiago, yeah. January of 2021, or February of 2021, and that was in the bubble in uh, Uncasville at the Mohegan Sun. So that's what I'm saying, bro. He ain't fought in front of a crowd since January of 2019. So it's been over four years that he's, he sold tickets. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, man. I guess that makes sense to, you know, dip his toe in the water. Now, Hank Lundy's also a better replacement because he's local. Obviously, Philadelphia is not Georgia. Champ, he said a bigger, the biggest arena, not the biggest stadium, all right? Control yourself, all right? Get your panties out of a bunch, all right? Uh, who's mad already? Um, against the ropes, mm. you know. Yeah, I mean, look. Everybody wants to be right. It is what it is. Nah, look, bro, I'm happy. Look, 5,000 people. It sells out, right? And not a bad seat in the house. I'm just afraid that it's not going to be big enough. Like, it's Atlanta, and it's Adrian Broner. Nah, I hear you, Like, right? he could legit have Rick Ross walk him out. Like, Ross has a spot there. Ross has a trainer in Atlanta that I know. 
Bro, he got the uh, mansion. He spars the, in Atlanta. The, bro, he has the mansion, the old Evander Holyfield house. But don't he got a bigger one, like 200 fucking 200 acres in Florida? That's the, no, that's in Atlanta. That's the old Evander Holyfield house. No, no, no. Bro. I know I know you know more about pop culture, but I feel like I've read he got a 200 acre home in Florida. Okay, let me look it up. Um but regardless, Rick Ross is a Florida flight is about an hour away from Atlanta. Six hour drive, depending where you're driving in Atlanta. So, you know, uh, Rick Ross could easily walk out Broner. I, I mean, don't know that 5,000 is enough. I think they're capping themselves. Bro, I'm going to be honest with and you. And that's a good thing. I'm going to be honest with you. Who hasn't walked out Broner? Like, I, yeah, I told you. No, but it ain't, it's about who's going to make the biggest impact. Oh, in Atlanta? In that area. I mean, the Migos have walked them out. They're huge in Atlanta. Rich Homie Quan has walked them out. He, you know, from out there. I was there. there for the Rich Homie Quan one. You know what I'm saying? So so he definitely has a following. For sure. Yeah. So the house, the house is in Georgia, brother. Fayetteville, Georgia. And it is. I'm trying to find all the... Uh, so you're saying the 200, 200 acres is in Georgia? Hold on. I'm trying to get the exact... Uh, uh, 235 acres, yeah. 54,000 square feet for the house. And it's 235 acres. Damn. Where? Georgia. Fayetteville, Georgia. It's outside of and Atlanta. That's, and that's legit Evander's house. Yeah, the old Evander house. And that Did he house, buy more acres? And, and that house, and that house was also the house that was used in coming to America too. But did the land, did the property always have that much land, or did he buy more land around it? Because that sounds excessive. You know how much two hundred. You know how lucky you are to have a acre. So, in certain cities, obviously, so, because so, some, no, 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 some no. other cities, you know. So, Evander, Evander had, yeah, all 235. Holy shit. Because they said that he paid $20 million for the estate, and it was over more than $1 million annually to keep the lights on and the grass cut. And this is from Forbes.com, so I just want to, you know, point Damn. out. No, but this I is get it. Source. I get it. 200 acres, how do you cut that? Bro, let me tell you, you we had no. You had, let me a, tell you. you had a landscaping family. No, no, and I was gonna give you. I was gonna tell you, right? So, bro, wow. we had we had the biggest estate that we cut was ten acres, <laughs> bro, on two forty eight inch, you know, commercial machines that go, you know, over twenty miles an hour up to, you know, bro, that shit was like. I want to say a cool five to six hour job, maybe, maybe a little bit less, maybe maybe about a five hour job. I mean, and what would be back then? What was the rate for that? He was paying six a month, hundred thousand. Holy shit! Six grand, six thousand a month. To, to cut the grass. To cut the grass, but, you know, our services also included, like... Mulch bro, and shit? So, so, like, his driveway was probably, like, let's say you're going five miles an hour, it's probably taking you from the street to the house 45 to 60 seconds to reach the house. So his driveway is lined up with the twirly fucking bushes, so, you know... He was paying fifteen hundred a week. So y'all was, but y'all wasn't yeah, just cutting grass. Nah, nah, y'all was we, doing hedges. Yeah, we maintaining a, the 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 landscaping part of it. But that's so what I'm saying. Did I that includes like mulch and fertilizer. Not mulch, but uh, we would fertilize uh, what, the trees four, to four times a year. Oh, that's not a lot, but that's that's more than I, I don't even pay for fertilizer because it's too much. I, my brother made me. He taught. He schooled me early. Like get your own shit, do your own shit, and that's why I'm just you know this is going longer. Because I'm trying to figure out, like, if I had 200 acres, how am I doing that myself? I can't afford a million dollars. Nah, bro, we had uh, we had numerous Damn. we had numerous subdivisions that uh, per week was five figures. 
Because we had like, for example, we had townhome communities, numerous blocks, everything under contract with us. So we had a couple communities that per week, it was a five figure. Now I'm interested. This show done turned into the Evando. How much he had to let it go for? Because I heard he lost it. My my father? No, oh. Evander. Oh. How I'm, much How much it says uh, Ross no, bought thought, it for? Um, Let me see. Because if he paid 20, how much Ross got it for? 5.8. Damn, in 2014. Bro, fucking come up. And he purchased 87 acres alongside adjacent. That's what I told you. I knew he added. But that land. was five years later. And he, wow, bro, he only paid 1 million for 87 acres. How? Bro, that is insane. Bro, in Florida, one acre. Mm -hmm. You is is like four hundred and some thousand. Yo, so no, no. So uh, I mean, nah. Let me not. Let me. It depends where. You could probably get a, a acre, maybe sixty, seventy. I don't know if it changed now because I ain't been looking in the Florida market since I bought my home. But Jesus Christ, one acre gives you one. How he get one million dollars? Get him eighty seven acres, bro, bro. No, I mean that is. That's retarded. Like, that, that's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's a steal. That's a steal. That's a steal. That's a, that's a steal. steal. That was like favor. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody did that's something wrong, dude. Bro, uh, in Chicago, um, just my no, father. Legit, no, 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 I'm about to look in, out in, Zillow in, right in Chicago, now. like, uh, I would say suburbs half an hour to 45 minutes outside of downtown, an acre was going, and we talking 10 years ago, but an acre was going for 60 to 80 Sixty to eighty thousand in a suburb, forty-five minutes minimum. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that the same acres probably going for a hundred thousand these days. So, Crazy. you know, yeah, he got he got that for a steal, and he Super. did that, and he did that five years after purchasing the property. So now, if you if you if you do the math, two thirty-five, right, plus the eighty-seven he bought. That's three hundred and see what I'm saying. Three hundred and twenty-two acres in Vegas, one point two, which is a, a one acre and a quarter, almost four million dollars. Yeah, but that's probably uh prime, like that's probably uh commercial. I don't know. I'm not from out here. Silver, uh, what is this? Silverado what, Ranch what, Boulevard okay. in Las Vegas, Las Vegas. So okay, Silverado Ranch is more residential, but I'm saying is that zoned for commercial? Because we talking about zoned for residential. Like, I, uh, you could find an acre near the strip, not even on the strip, near the strip for like ten million dollars, but it's commercial yeah. land. You know what I'm saying? So is is it's zoned differently? Yeah, but I don't think Zillow does commercial. I'm on Zillow like this. Yeah, is, I don't know to be honest with you, champ. This is like, but nonetheless, yeah, my my boy. What about Desert Inn? You think Desert Inn Road is commercial? That's that's residential and commercial. Yeah, that's both. And look, that's two point. Yo, Rick Ross one. out here with Majorland. Yo, and he's like big into horses and shit too, bro. Oh my god, look at this though. I wonder where this is at. Have you ever heard of End of Candy? Never heard of it. Where the hell is that? Look. Where? Yeah, it's here in Vegas. End of Candy. <laughs> yeah, no, Vegas has some very uh, weird names. This must be Street very names. far from like everything else, right? Because it looks so secluded. Because I've came across uh, a Pablo Escobar street out here. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Vegas has very unique street names, man. Let me tell you. Well, Vegas got some cheap land, but it still ain't as cheap as Raw's got it. I mean, out here in this, I never heard of part of Vegas. I mean, Raw's different. You know, Raw's got the wing stops, and he's he's like heavily invested. No, no, no. In... I'm just showing that he got a he got. Oh a, yeah, he got it was that a deal. Beyond yeah. a deal, he got a hookup. Somebody hooked him up. It don't make sense. Like eighty-seven no, 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 acres no, 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 for a million. He's no, like. Uh, he's like paying like 10 grand an acre or some shit. Bro, you got to think about it too, though. Like, I'm sure if you go like rural Texas, you could find cheap ass acreage. Yeah, but but think about it. He didn't buy it in a rural town. He bought it next to an existing mansion that's been there for years. That's insane. Yeah, but it's like, you're not thinking clearly. Look, mm -hmm. this is how real estate works, right? Like, someone paid 20 million for that house. That raised it. Nah, cool. I hear you. Cool, the market dropped. Mm -hmm. But that's still Evander's house. So you telling me that someone else could have went and just bought $10,000 acres next to the mansion that Ross lives in? 
I don't, it don't make fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't know. But I do know that he uses a lot of his land for tax breaks because he has livestock on it. Okay. Bro, he's huge into livestock. He has, like, all these cows and, like, horses and, like... So he's got people running that damn thing. Bro, And but he actually likes it. Like, he talks about it all the time. Like, he talks about his interaction with his livestock and, you know, how, like, he'll, uh, he'll, like, like, he'll hit the booth, write a song, and then, like, he'll go rap in front of, like, the livestock and shit. We gonna stay persistent with 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 Frank, but he canceled again. Frank who? Martin. Okay. But we gonna stay persistent. But he canceled again. We were supposed to have him at two fifteen, which is twelve fifteen, yeah. which is ten minutes ago. Or three fifteen, which is one fifteen. Sorry. Okay. But it is what it is. Eventually, we will get him. Persistence is key. So, yeah, I don't know. Could that have been maybe how he got that shit for so cheap? I don't even know. I'm, I'm going to get back to Broner and, and Hank Lundy. Yeah. It was just crazy because that's a lot of land for a little bit of money. That shit sound like somebody made a mistake. Bro, we brought up Ross as a potential uh, artist to walk Broner out in Atlanta for his fight. And we ended up on Livestock. And cheap acreage and, yeah. and landscaping. Well, it's because I felt like, again, 5000 may be too small for Broner. Like, <laughs> nah, I know I he you. hasn't fought you. in a long time, but, like, it's still Adrian Broner. He's, he's still probably right now Tank got that in terms of more connected with the, with the hip-hop community. Yeah. But AB got long ties nah, with... No, for sure, man. Like, for I sure. just don't see I, how... Atlanta's like New York in a sense, music. They love music. So they got a lot of celebrity rappers and, 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 and uh, you know, singers. So it's like, ain't he going to do what Tank did? Like, you don't expect it to be a star-studded night in Atlanta? Not against Hank Lundy, bro. And Tank, Tank you got to realize, like, Tank is at the peak of his career right now. You know, he, you know, Tank is on a different level right now. You, you know, uh, I think it's good, bro. I think it's good. I think it'll sell out. And uh, I think that the fans will get a very fun night. Yo, you guys are so lame. Y'all got to get better, like more creative. <laughs> Everything is the voice. Like, don't y'all know that's copying? We already the boxing voice. Oh, no, the cancellation voice. The acre voice, the real estate voice, <laughs> the, the, farm, the Haney voice, the, the Wilder voice, the farming voice, the farming voice, the Danny voice. The, like it's like, what the hell? Y'all ain't got nothing. Get a little bit more creative, please, 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 please. I don't know if the news we talked about um, off air is show worthy, brother. How are you gonna? How are you gonna say? That Adrian did fifteen thousand at the Barclays, and if even if you're talking about the last time he fought at the Barclays, which was against Jesse Vargas in April of two thousand and eighteen, you motherfucker, that was nearly five years ago. FYI, Jesse Vargas lost his O to Bradley, the the one that's cheeks, <laughs> the one that shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Just saying. Yo, after that show, someone, because I ain't going to take credit, because I gave you everything I knew off cap, but someone sent me Bradley's accolades like, bruh, I'm a super Bradley fan. That's one of my favorite fighters of that era, blah, blah, blah. And ran it down on the accomplishments. And I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't even remember he did all that he did. So if I find it, I'll read it. Here it goes. Don't forget Bradley. Uh, he says, don't forget his beating of one loss, Puppet Vasquez, which is true, common opponent with Canelo Alvarez. Then uh, it was a unification match with WBO, WBC with Kendall Holt. Also took the O from Kendall Holt. Also took the O, moving up in weight to 47 to beat the dude that knocked out Thomas Delorme when Delorme was undefeated, Juan Carlos Abregu. 
So Bradley took his O, moved up to 47 for one fight, comes back down, beats Peterson, takes his O, unifies again with Devin, takes his O, mm. fights Casimir, fights Pacquiao, beats Pacquiao. So, I mean, we could stop there, but I also told you he beat Jesse Vargas, took his O, and then... Uh, that made him a two-time champ at 47 because that was the belt that Floyd vacated not to fight Bradley. You feel me? Mm -hmm. uh, that makes him a four-time champ at 140, twice unified, and two times WBO champ at 47. So again, put some respect on my name. Mm. Boxing fan times four says, AB versus Lundy is going to be like AB versus Emmanuel Teller. I was at that fight and it was packed. Can you, let me see if I can find attendance can I, for that. Can I tell you something? Mm -hmm. I remember uh, going to my uncle's house because he was uh, the one in the family that had HBO so I could watch that fight. Mm. I like that fight. I was at that fight because I knew Emmanuel Teller. I believe he might have been undefeated at the time. And he had sparred with Brona, so he was talking slick. And, uh, you know, Brona was burning hot, man. Now, nah, Emmanuel Taylor um, had already lost twice, but mm. yeah. But he Brona actually, was smoking hot at that time. He man. actually had been knocked out. Uh, and not knocked out. That was after. Never mind. Yeah, so his first loss was to Prentice Brewer. Shout out. You heard? And then the second one was to Chris Algieri. That's crazy. Shout out to Prentice. Yes, sir. Brona sells 6,528 tickets September 2014 in Cincinnati, Ohio. So that might have been the Emmanuel Taylor fight. Hold Damn, on. that sounds low, bro. You it said was what? for Taylor. Damn, that sh I ain't on front. I was there. Now I feel like Big Fish Vega. I promise you, I was there. Sean Zatel was there. Even fucking fight hype Ben Thompson was there. But he lives in Cincinnati, so I get it. But you know he don't come out much. That shit looked way more than 6,500, even on television. Mm. That's crazy. And Rich Homie, Rich Homie Rich Kwan. That's when he got punched in the face. Damn. It's fucked up. Yeah. Haters. Yo, Rich Homie uh, wave ain't last too long, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember, actually, I, ca I came out to Rich Homie, too. Uh, I was homecoming court, so they had, like, the big celebration. So you walk in. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Look at these ticket sales. $50? For Emmanuel Taylor? 78 For Emmanuel Taylor? 5328 for, for Emmanuel Taylor. Yeah. And, uh, and they gave out 1,000. So they had a total of 7,712, but they gave out damn near 1,200 tickets that day. Mm. Uh-oh, so I'm wrong. They gave out that 1,000, bringing them to a total of 8,115 in total attendance. Okay. And 120 tickets went unsold. So it was only 120 seats missing. That sounds small. So then that oh, venue ain't that big. What was it? The Cintas? Uh, This is the U.S. Bank Arena. Nah, the U.S. Bank is big. I'm pretty sure the U.S. Bank hold 20. Actually, no. I. Oh, I, wow. So no, listen, bro. We over here thinking Bruno's a bigger sell. Bro, in, in, in 2012, Vince, Vincent Escobedo, he only sold 4,000 tickets. Yeah, man. Damn. I mean, what's, I mean, uh, let me see here. But see, Loma bro, I only graduated. And Matisse was on undercard. I, I only graduated 2014, bro. I'm not that old. <laughs> um, Ortiz was on, I mean, Matisse was on the undercard of this. I didn't even, I didn't even, I don't remember Lucas Matisse in Cincinnati. On the undercard of Emmanuel Teller? No. Ver versus Roberto Ortiz. No, not versus. Oh, yes. Versus Roberto Ortiz. And Andre Berto was, I do remember that. Berto looked bad versus Stephen Upshaw. Mm. Stephen Upshaw almost caught an upset uh, that night. Who else was on that card, champ? Can't remember, but it, it doesn't have anybody else that I see. Wow. So they know. So, bro, and tickets not even on sale. So that they picked a perfect venue because 
They only got a month to sell these tickets. But if you go to their website, I am I am connected. Let's see if this is gonna work. If you go to their website, can I get a screenshot, gentlemen? That does work. Look, eight days ago, people signed in to ask about tickets seven days ago, two days ago, and a day ago. Obviously, not dozens. No, I'm not saying that there's not interest. I'm just saying. Bro, it's less time to promote the fight. It's less time to sell the tickets. It, it says it's 38 le- days it's, left. It's less time. Yeah, bro, that's not, you know, a full promotion. We 38 know 38 days brother, and one hour. Brother. 25 minutes, 38 seconds, 37 seconds. <laughs> they got a time down, a countdown. That's crazy. Yeah, but no. We're good. It's, it's a good venue, bro. I like the venue. I was just afraid he would... New not, venue, too. I was afraid he would not be able to uh, accommodate everyone, but I guess based on the history of his ticket sales, it's, it's, it's probably... Damn, he said I look, I look 30. Huh. Yeah, I'm only 26. Well. So, again... They said Border Wars is going to have a, a bigger gate than AB. <laughs> nah, man. Y'all funny. Y'all terrible. Why would y'all think that? Adrian's doing his thing, man. Yeah, I think so. And he's been deep in camp. I don't get why people were not giving him a, a shot at a comeback. Mm. Right? You don't find that weird? Yeah, no, I mean... How old is AB now? Ooh. 34, maybe? Um, 33, 33. He'll be 34 in July. Yeah, so he definitely got to make whatever moves he plan on making. How, what do you think Regis does? Does he offer the shot to Isaac or does he wait for Brona? I would wait for Brona. That's the bigger fight. Hmm. I would totally wait. Because Brona's definitely been talking about fighting Regis next. And then undisputing. If he wins the title, I think that he can put himself into negotiations I believe with Teller. So. Yeah. Because of how big he is. And he's beatable to Teller. And it would be... Josh Teller? Yeah, of course. I mean, if he really wants to undispute, this is his words, not mine. Mm-hmm. He's going to start with Regis, he said. And then he goes on to say, then I'll undispute at 40. Okay. So you got to fight Josh Teller for those two belts. He only got one, bro. Oh, wow. Jesus. You remember the Matias Ponce fight uh, in, at the end of February in Minneapolis? Yeah, That's right. for the IBF. Damn. He only has the WBO left. The WBA has been claimed by Pueyo, and the WBC was just claimed by, by, Regis. by Regis. So the IBF will be fought for at the end of February, and then... Josh defenses WBO in March. So he won't be able to undispute because I don't know that Al will give him the Matias fight after all the bad mouthing. Yeah, man. Uh, look, he got Hank but, Lundy first. He ain't fought in a minute. But two years. If you Al, I don't know that you think Matias could lose to Brona. Well, he got to win first. Who? Matias. Oh, you don't expect him to win? I'm just saying, bro. He he got to fight. He got to win first. Yeah, but that's why there's favorites and underdogs. Like, I think, you know, <laughs> he's like one of the biggest punchers at 40. I'm pretty sure he'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, Brona got to win too. He ain't fought in two years. Hank Lundy been active, bro. A lot of people but are... But what's the, what's the last win Hank actually got? You know, being active and 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 just fighting is different than being active and winning. Like, do you got a winner's mentality? You know, Hank is 31 and 12. He just lost to Jose Cepeda and went 10 with a puncher, right? Would you consider Cepeda a puncher? What's his ratio? 67? Hey, anything above 50, huh? you a puncher. You're doing more than average, right? 50% is average. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so he did beat two guys before he lost to Cepeda, but both of those guys, look, at the PA, at the PAL Center, so those are like local fights. He shook it up, did his thing, one-star fights. He lost to Avery Sparrow, 
He lost to Abdullayev. He beat Demarcus Corley in 2018. That's the last name he beat. That's five years ago. So I don't know. What about Broner? When's the last time he beat someone legitimate? Oh, man. I'm checking now. Uh, <laughs> Jesse Vargas, 20... Nah, that was a draw. Mm. Shit, bro. Adrian Granados, and I think Granados thought he won that shit, right? Yeah, it was a competitive fight, that's for that sure. That was a 10-rounder, and that was in 2017. Damn, like he legit ain't get a win since 2017 outside of that Giovanni Santiago fight that took place in the Mohegan Sun. Giovanni went on to lose again against Antoine Russell that stopped him in, in six. Yeah, man. I'm not saying AB loses, but I'm just saying before we talk about title, Shots and undisputing. I want to see him get get through uh, Hank Lundy first, man. Can't mm -hmm. look past Hank. Cannot you look can't, past You Hank. can't, but but it's like people were saying, you know, Broner's been in camp almost a year. You know, kind of hard not to be ready. Bro, he didn't look good in his last fight. I'm telling you, I remember that shit. And and he was in camp. Where was bro, he in like, camp at? He, he was down in Florida with, with, with Kevin. Bro, let me tell you, I fell for it. I, what you mean? Bro, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, twin back. AB back. I thought he was back. Mm. I thought he was back. I really did. I bet AB knocked him. Couldn't believe it. I mean, I heard people talking about his stomach. He, look, he looking a little healthy. Yeah, he look a little bit in shape to me. Let me get a screen share, gentlemen. This is him sparring Erickson Lubin. Um, and he don't look overweight in the gut. So I wonder how that went, because Lubin's 54, and you know he ain't 54 when he in camp. He got to get down. But yeah, he been working, as you can see, he been working with Kevin for some time. Look, this is 12 weeks ago. Like, he been down there. He's refocused. And you can see Tank there. So what you predicting, champ? I mean, Broner's on a... He's, he's always been on a higher level. He's always been on a higher level. And uh, he's the full champ, too. He was the full champ in different divisions. Uh, Lundy never did that. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mean at this stage of his career, he can't pull it off. But I don't know that Lundy's done that. Um... I'm looking at this picture of the press conference. Let me get a screen share. And it's, the you know, the four gentlemen in question before Red Catch got replaced. Um, but you got Bay and Tevin Farmer, another Philly fighter on the undercard. I don't know. I, I'm starting to feel more and more that 5,000 tickets might not be enough. I mean, Tevin Farmer sold out the Leo Core Center, right? How many that has in... Yeah, when, but that's in Philly, bro. Exactly. Not in Atlanta. No, I know. But if you selling out six, seven, eight, ten thousand, 10,000, damn, uh, 500 people ain't coming? 1,000 ain't coming? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't a big venue. There's only 5,000 uh, seats. So I don't know that that's big enough, man. I think maybe they underestimating the power of Broner. We're good on the screen, shit. Maybe they're yeah, underestimating I that. I can't find anything mm. on uh, his past ticket sales. Uh, I will say that I like what Black Prime does with 
early access to buy the pay-per-view. Right? Like, that's not something we see often, right? Showtime allows that. 25 days out? Yeah. I've never noticed. Yeah. Because yep. they always send me the email like, yo, this pay-per-view, blah, 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 order now. And, and the email got the little button to order. Fox does that too. I, um, I like that you can go to their website and there's a countdown and there's a buy button for early buys. Like, yeah, no, it does make it easy. It does make it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, bro, it just eliminates having the issue. It's happened uh, to me once, and I've never done it again. But it was, oh, that's that's exactly what happened. And for, I don't remember who fought first, if it was uh, Floyd and Paul or Tank Barrios. But the whichever one came first, I bought the pay-per-view the day of, and, like, I was having so many issues. I had a call, like, the, the provider, all this stuff. So then I bought the other one like a week, week and a half out, and I didn't have to worry about it the day of. So it also saves you that headache being able to purchase it yeah. in advance. So now, and, and it's good for the promoter, right? Because you getting money right then and there that you can do something with. I mean, maybe you ain't t- pulling it because of potential cancellation. So I don't know. It is a good replacement opponent. It feels like it should have been um, the first choice, you know, again, and I only say that because I didn't know Ivan didn't speak English. <laughs> I did not know that. And it's like, how are you going to sell a fight? How, how is Adrian going to be Adrian if he can't be the antagonist, if he can't get up under your skin? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, like I said, the promotion, like I've stated, the promotion will be better. Um, I think the fight will be better, so. Yeah, man. So now we got Tank pay-per-view. Then we have Broner's pay-per-view. Back to another Tank pay-per-view. No, I mean, before that, uh, Plant Benavides. So that's four. Before that, we go back to Tank. I mean, after that, we go back to Tank with with Ryan. Then we go Keith and uh, Earl. That's five. Canelo in between there. Uh, you think the first one back is a pay-per-view because it's a yeah, tuna? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. It's, it's scheduled to be... Not scheduled, but it's alleged to yeah, be in the UK. I don't, I don't think they do them off pay-per-view. Even with the fight being over there? Probably lower price. I don't think they do them off pay-per-view. Wow. They got to pay them. Nah, nothing for something. I've been knowing uh, Red Cats for so long. Like, I just automatically assume. I ain't know. I ain't know. What do you but, mean? But uh, we got any callers, champ? Or? What do you mean? That, I don't know where he's on. My man's talking about they vote. They <laughs> Dudes go everywhere with it. Callers, you know the number to call in. 1425-569-5241. Press 1 to voice your opinion. And we got over 400 people tuned in live right now. Make sure to smash that like button. It is free. Make sure you are subscribed as we try to reach that next goal of 164,000. Word, I would like to reach that today. So we could go see Shakur tomorrow. Word. You know, we need that. Uh, Let me see here. Looks like we got boxing fan times four. He says AB versus Lundy is going to be like, wow, Emmanuel Taylor. AB versus Emmanuel Taylor. Yeah, I read that one. Uh Uh-oh. Wow. Well, what do you think of the undercard? You got Tevin Farmer. He hasn't been in the ring since the loss to Joseph Diaz Jr. Yeah, I mean, I'm just ready to see that fight. That's a fight that we've been talking about for over a year now. Has it been over? I think think it didn't make it. It ain't make it yet. Damn near a year, though. Mm. Um, Numerous failed attempts to uh, go on with that fight. Um, so hopefully third time to charm, right? They failed in the Middle East and then again Word. in Arizona. So hopefully... And no, it failed in Africa, right? Wasn't it oh, Africa they was going to? Originally, yeah. So hopefully fourth time to charm. Um, but let's see. Mickey Bay, nicknamed The Spirit, hasn't fought since the Cambosos. That's, that's his nickname? 
He hasn't fought since Camboso's loss, which was a split decision loss, 10-round fight. Camboso's was 17-0 at the time. God damn, that's a long layoff. Yeah, I mean, they've both been off a while. Um, Tevin losing to JoJo, that was February of 2020, so that's been a while as well. Mickey Bay has a 39.29 knockout ratio. And uh, I'm sure Tevin is right there. Oh, wow. 16%. So this this is going decision. What you think? Remember Mickey was telling he's going to knock him out? They both saying they was going to knock each other out. So, you know, let's see. But I'm just glad the fight is finally happening February 25th. Uh, we will be tuned into that one for sure. Shout out to Vada and BoxRec that obviously have come to some sort of agreement. Let me get a screen share, gentlemen. This is beautiful to see, man. I remember when uh, Vada was just busting on the scene. Like, look, a little green check. Fuck. A little green check. A little green check to tell you who's Vada approved and who isn't. That's pretty dope. How... uh. How current is that, though? I don't know. Yes, go to it. Uh, but I don't know. i never seen it. But that's dope that it says Vada and this fighter who hasn't been active in three years is still paying for Vada out of pocket. That's good. No, of course. That's why I'm bringing it up. That's why I'm bringing it up. He ain't fought since Jojo Diaz and he paying for this shit. Damn. And that was, like I said, now going on three years. Yeah. Coming up on January, too. Damn. See, I thought it was beginning He's of February. He's working, though. Nah, it says January yeah, 30th, yeah, but he is yeah. working. I see him every day. He's really, really working. Question is, uh, you it, know. Is that work going to be enough? Mm-hmm. Both guys with a layoff, though. So, let's see, champ. I hope this dude ain't already leaving. <laughs> Johnny better not have left already back to Africa. We're good on the screen share, gentlemen. Once again, the number to call, 1425-569-5241. If you want to voice your opinion, you want to let us know what you think of the replacement opponent, Hank Lundy, stepping in as Ivan Redcatch had contract disputes with his promoter, Joe DeGuardia. And there are heavy rumors uh, being circulated about what DeGuardia did or didn't do to ruin this fight. Uh, And we're trying to get him on the show for you guys so we could get the answers from the horse's mouth. On this show? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Schedule him on the show. Yo, remind me to call. uh, Teray just hit me back. Remind me to call him when the show's over, though. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, what is this? Team Maloney and uh, Nonito ready to get it in? It seems like there's uh, there's been some issues. Oh, they're uh, slowing down? Yeah, hopefully we're able to talk to Nonito and uh, Rachel soon Uh-oh. and get some clarification and reach out to, uh, obviously, Team Maloney as well and get some uh, clarification. See what is going on. Word. Well... I'm going to give you guys a few minutes, but you know how it works around these parts. No callers, no show, because we are the voice of the people. You are the people. You got a voice that, you know, opinion right here. one 569 5241 Don't forget, this isn't a just a YouTube show. If you are a podcast listener, you can always catch us on iTunes, iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, really every single location. But if you want to see my beautiful face, you got to come on over to youtube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, where I hope you've already subscribed because we are crushing goals. And it looks like right now we're coming dangerously close to getting to that next goal of 164,000. We're at 163, and that's a bad number. So I need somebody to change this immediately. 666, all right? So somebody else get and subscribe so we get that good luck. Instead of that bad luck. Yeah, no. I hear you, OTKP. Nobody cares about the topic. But it is a slow week in boxing. I mean, this week, all we got is Liam Smith, which is a UK fight. Um, 
And before we go, Danny, I guess I'll talk to you about that. I don't know, and I highly doubt that you did, uh, as you strike me as me. When I first started, I wasn't too international. Like, I didn't really care about European fights. Mm. Um, yeah. I didn't. But uh, where was I going with this? Where was I going with this? It's a fight happening. Liam Smith versus Chris Eubank. Did you see the face-off? That's I where I was going. I didn't really? See, see, I knew you wasn't going to take the time. Why not? You don't like Chris? It ain't make my timeline. It ain't, it ain't make my But it's Chris. Timeline. It's Chris. You don't follow Chris Eubank? Oh, uh, no. I don't know Chris Eubank. I got to know you to follow you, champ. I feel like you mad weird with that. Nah, bro. You, you, like, when I first started you with you, you wasn't you following are, certain fighters. You gotta but understand, like, I got the boxing Chris? voice. You got to understand because I have the boxing voice page as well, brother. So it's like, I don't need to repeat. Like, my time is valuable. You get what I'm saying? So when I'm on the boxing <laughs> Fellas, voice can page. can we get the door? I got when a I'm guess on, on the door. When I'm on the boxing voice page, you know, I like to see my boxing content. When I'm on my personal shit, bro, that's my personal shit. So it's like the fighters I follow, like I'm in most of I them. I used to do listen, that. Listen to but me. Don't listen they to me. get mad at you, bro? I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. All right. So what happens when a fighter follows you on your personal? Yeah, I follow him back, champ. But that that don't make you feel like oh shit. He, nah, he seen it don't. I wasn't following him from bro, my personal. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, like to be most of the fighters I follow, like I'm in a close friends and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? Like I know them on a personal level. We have a relationship. Like you seeing you, me and Core talking shit in the DMs, like it, it, it's different. So it's like the boxing voice. Bro, when I when when I'm on a shitter, when I, when I'm looking for my boxing content. All I do, bottom right, double tap, you feel me? It pops up, click on the boxing voice, and now I'm, I'm on the other page, bro, and I'm looking at all the business. Yeah, let him in, man. Let's see what he, let's see, let's see his skills. Everybody knows that we interviewed the big time jeweler. Yes. Ice Mike. Yeah, we, we interviewed Ice Mike. He did the piece for Regis Progray. He's back in studio today, surprise visit. And uh, he brought me something, so we're going to cut the commercial and we'll be right back. Don't forget to check out those Kenichi Bear headphones over at KenichiBear.com. Get you a pair of Hibernation 5. Use the code TBV. What is up? What is up? What is up? We are... Well, I am back. Um, we thought we were going to do uh, something a little bit different today. Not really going to work out, but we do appreciate everybody. Make sure to smash that like button. Make sure you are subscribed on your way out. Nest GTO, Ringwalk Danny. We are the Boxing Voice. Today is Wednesday, right? Today is Wednesday. So 4 p.m., Nestor will be back with uh, a Border Wars... A show today, so 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Ness will be back this evening with you guys, and then we'll be back tomorrow with the morning show. Catch us on the next one. Peace.